order for evening prayer daily throughout the year. To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. When the wicked man turneth away from his wickedness that he hath committed, and doeth that which is lawful and right, he shall save his soul alive. Daily beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we chiefly so to do when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore, I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice unto the throne of the heavenly grace, saying after me, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, and hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all them that truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy through Jesus Christ our Lord. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 78 Hear my law, O my people. Incline your ears unto the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will declare hard sentences of old, which we have heard and known, and such as our fathers have told us that we should not hide them from the children of the generations to come, but to show the honour of the Lord, his mighty and wonderful works that he hath done. He made a covenant with Jacob, and gave Israel a law, which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children, that their posterity might know it, and the children which were yet unborn. To the intent that when they came up, they might show their children the same, that they might put their trust in God and not forget the works of God, but to keep his commandments, and not to be as their forefathers, a faithless and stubborn generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, whose spirit cleaveth not steadfastly unto God. Like as the children of Ephraim, who being harnessed and carrying bows, turned themselves back in the day of battle. They kept not the covenant of God, and would not walk in his law. They forgot what he had done, the wonderful works that he had showed for them. Marvellous things did he in the sight of our forefathers, in the land of Egypt, even in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and let them go through. He made the waters to stand on a heap, in the daytime also he led them with a cloud, and all the night through with a light of fire. He clave the hard rocks in the wilderness, and gave them drink thereof, as it had been out of the great depth. He brought waters out of the stony rock, so that it gushed out like rivers. Yet for all this they sinned more against him, and provoked the Most Highest in the wilderness. They tempted God in their hearts, and required meat for their lust. They spake against God also, saying, Shall God prepare a table in the wilderness? He smote the stony rock indeed, that the waters gushed out, and the streams flowed with all. But can he give bread also, or provide flesh for his people? When the Lord heard this, he was wroth. So the fire was kindled in Jacob, and there came up a heavy displeasure against Israel, because they believed not in God, nor put their trust in his help. So he commanded the clouds above, and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna also upon them for to eat, and gave them food from heaven. So man did eat angels' food, for he sent them meat enough. He caused the east wind to blow under heaven, and through his power he brought in the southwest wind. He rained flesh upon them thick as dust, and feathered fowls like as the sand of the sea. 
he let it fall among their tents, even round about their habitations. So they did eat and were well filled, for he gave them their own desire. They were not disappointed of their lust. But while the meat was yet in their mouths, the heavy wrath of God came upon them and slew the wealthiest of them, yea, and smote down the chosen men that were in Israel. But for all this they sinned yet more, and believed not his wondrous works. Therefore their days did he consume in vanity, and their years in trouble. When he slew them, they sought him, and turned them early, and inquired after God. And they remembered that God was their strength, and that the high God was their redeemer. Nevertheless, they did but flatter him with their mouth, and dissembled with him in their tongue. For their heart was not whole with them, neither continued they steadfast in his covenant. But he was so merciful that he forgave their misdeeds and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time he turned his wrath away and would not suffer his whole displeasure to arise, for he considered that they were but flesh and that they were even a wind that passeth for the way and cometh not again. Many a time did they provoke him in the wilderness, and grieved him in the desert. They turned back, and tempted God, and moved the Holy One in Israel. They thought not of his hand, and of the day when he delivered them from the hand of the enemy. How he had wrought his miracles in Egypt, and his wonders in the field of Zoan. He turned their waters into blood, so that they might not drink of the rivers. He sent lice among them, and devoured them up, and frogs to destroy them. He gave their fruit unto the caterpillar, and their labour unto the grasshopper. He destroyed their vines with hailstones, and their mulberry trees with the frost. He smote their cattle also with hailstones, and their flocks with hot thunderbolts. He cast upon them the furiousness of his wrath, anger, displeasure, and trouble, and sent evil angels among them. He made a way to his indignation, and spared not their soul from death, but gave their life over to the pestilence, and smote all the firstborn in Egypt, the most principal and mightiest in the dwellings of Ham. But as for his own people, he led them forth like sheep, and carried them in the wilderness like a flock. He brought them out safely, that they should not fear, and overwhelmed their enemies with the sea, and brought them within the borders of his sanctuary, even to his mountain which he purchased with his right hand. He cast out the heathen also before them, caused their land to be divided among them for a heritage, and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. So, they tempted and displeased the Most High God, and kept not his testimonies, but turned their backs and fell away like their forefathers, starting aside like a broken bow. For they grieved him with their hill altars, and provoked him to displeasure with their images. When God heard this, he was wroth, and took sore displeasure at Israel, so that he forsook the tabernacle in Shiloh, even the tent that he had pitched among men. He delivered their power into captivity and their beauty into the enemy's hand. He gave his people over also unto the sword and was wroth with his inheritance. The fire consumed their young men 
and their maidens were not given to marriage. Their priests were slain with a sword, and there were no widows to make lamentation. So the Lord awakened as one out of sleep, and like a giant refreshed with wine, he smote his enemies in the hinder parts and put them to perpetual shame. He refused the tabernacle of Joseph and chose not the tribe of Ephraim, but he chose the tribe of Judah, even the hill of Zion which he loved. And there he built his temple on high and laid the foundations of it like the ground which he hath made continually. He chose David, also his servant, and took him away from the sheepfolds. As he was following the ewes, great with young ones, he took him, that he might feed Jacob his people, and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them with a faithful and true heart, and ruled them prudently with all his power. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the first chapter of the book of Zephaniah. The word of the Lord that came to Zephaniah the son of Cushai, son of Gedaliah, son of Amariah, son of Hezekiah, in the days of Josiah the son of Ammon, king of Judah. I will utterly sweep away everything from the face of the earth, declares the Lord. I will sweep away man and beast. I will sweep away the birds of the heavens and the fish of the sea and the rubble with the wicked. I will cut off mankind from the face of the earth, declares the Lord. I will stretch out my hand against Judah and against all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And I will cut off from this place the remnant of Baal and the name of the idolatrous priests along with the priests those who bow down on the roofs to the host of the heavens, those who bow down and swear to the Lord, and yet swear by Milcom, those who have turned back from following the Lord, who do not seek the Lord or inquire of Him. Be silent before the Lord God, for the day of the Lord is near. The Lord has prepared a sacrifice and consecrated His guests. And on the day of the Lord's sacrifice, I will punish the officials and the king's sons, and all who array themselves in foreign attire. On that day I will punish everyone who leaps over the threshold, and those who fill their master's house with violence and fraud. On that day, declares the Lord, a cry will be heard from the fish gate, a wail from the second quarter, a loud crash from the hills. Wail, O inhabitants of the mortar, for all the traders are no more, all who weigh out silver are cut off, at that time I will search Jerusalem with lamps, and I will punish the men who are complacent, those who say in their hearts, The Lord will not do good, nor will he do ill. Their goods shall be plundered, and their houses laid waste. Though they build houses, they shall not inhabit them. Though they plant vineyards, they shall not drink wine from them. The great day of the Lord is near, near and hastening fast. The sound of the day of the Lord is bitter, the mighty man cries aloud there. A day of wrath is that day, a day of distress and anguish, a day of ruin and devastation, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of trumpet blast and battle cry against the fortified cities and against the lofty battlements. 
I will bring distress on mankind, so that they shall walk like the blind, because they have sinned against the Lord. Their blood shall be poured out like dust, and their flesh like dung. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them on the day of the wrath of the Lord. In the fire of his jealousy all the earth shall be consumed, for a full and sudden end he will make of all the inhabitants of the earth. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 8th chapter of the book of the Gospel according to St. Mark. In those days when again a great crowd had gathered, and they had nothing to eat, he called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the crowd, because they have been with me now three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their homes, they will faint on the way, and some of them have come from far away. And his disciples answered him, how can one feed these people with bread here in this desolate place? And he asked them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven. And he directed the crowd to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves, and having given thanks, he broke them and gave them to his disciples to set before the people. And they set them before the crowd. And they had a few small fish. And having blessed them, he said that these also should be set before them and they ate and were satisfied. And they took up the broken pieces left over, seven baskets full. And there were about four thousand people, and he sent them away. And immediately he got into the boat with his disciples and went to the district of Dalmanutha. The Pharisees came and began to argue with him, 
seeking from him a sign from heaven to test him. And he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Truly, I say to you, no sign will be given to this generation. And he left them, got into the boat again, and went to the other side. Now they had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. And he cautioned them, saying, Watch out, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they began discussing with one another the fact that they had no bread. And Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? They said to him, Twelve. And the seven for the four thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they said to him, Seven. And he said to them, Do you not yet understand? Here endeth the second lesson. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. 
Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save our rulers, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, we beseech thee, Almighty God, that we, who for our evil deeds do worthily deserve to be punished, by the comfort of thy grace may mercifully be relieved. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works to proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone workest great marvels, send down upon our bishops and curates and all congregations committed to their charge the healthful spirit of thy grace, and that they may truly please thee, pour upon them the continual dew of thy blessing. Grant this, O Lord, for the honour of our Advocate and Mediator, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, be with us all evermore. Amen. <laughs>